There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. My first guest is one of the brightest stars to emerge from the traditional music scene. From a very early age, her talent for music was evident. She began playing tin whistle and piano aged just three, but she picked up the violin aged eight and never looked back. At age 13, she knew she wanted to be a musician and nothing else. And she has devoted her life to that. She's given stunning performances all over the world from concerts in Carnegie Hall in New York to the Kremlin in Moscow to Glastonbury. Her list of achievements is endless. From playing with international acts such as River Dance, Damien Rice, Rodrigo y Gabriel, Nick Cave, Lou Reed, to name just a few. She's a holder of the much coveted All Ireland Senior Fiddle Champion title, voted Best Traditional Female of the Year, Best Folk Instrumentalist Prize at RTE Radio 1 Folk Awards, and awarded Folk Musician of the Year in 2020. Zoe Conway, along with her longtime music collaborator and husband, renowned guitar player John McIntyre, will be taking over LMFM's Facebook page tomorrow night for Saturday sets, and I'm delighted to have Zoe on the line me now. How are you doing Zoe? I'm great. How are you Sinead? I am great. Now it's a pleasure to speak with you again on 11 to 1. I think the last time we actually spoke Zoe was around your kitchen table with SJ McCardle who was making the documentary for The Fla and <laughs> that seems like a completely different lifetime ago. If only we could go back. My God. But how I know that was, I remember that was gorgeous. We had nice tea and buns and everything. We I love those kind of meetings. Yes, and you were the hostess with the mostess, you really were. But how have you and John coped with lockdown and COVID and this crazy world that we're living in at the moment? Well, you know, it's been massive change for us because, of course, we were touring all over the place just before the pandemic hit. And I mean, the week before we were in Luxembourg and in London and playing in Dublin as well. So it was all go, you know, everything we were asked to do, we pretty much did it. Um, So we went from like you know, 100% go, go, go to 100% absolutely nothing um, overnight. So it was a real shock and it took us time to kind of get into the way of, of moving so slowly and to be at home all the time. But really, we loved it because we have two children. We have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old and it really gave us a chance to be with them and just be at home and kind of be much more settled. Um, and we've really enjoyed, you know, being in nature and having a bit of time and going sea swimming and all of that kind of thing you know so we've tried to get the most out of it but the thing that I think I miss most is those things that you were mentioning there like the bit of crack that we would have had when you came up to do an interview and you get to meet people and that's the thing that we miss the most is getting to meet people during concerts and um, having crack with other musicians and, and just general people in the music industry and I think really we miss that out of everything but all the craziness and all the kind of hectic life I'm, I'm, I don't miss that. <laughs> I know I know. I know Zoe you must be desperate to perform live again. I did see a video on your Facebook page of you performing for 
for the cows out in the back garden. I mean, they did look <laughs> enthralled now, but you know, but you, <laughs> you must miss the live audiences. Yeah, it's just it's just not the same, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, so we've done lots of little videos in lockdown um, all around here, you know, exploring new camera angles and everything else. We're having great crack, but it isn't the same, you know. I mean, there's nothing like standing in front of, of an audience and it could be an audience of any size, which is interesting. Like a very small audience is sometimes just beautiful, you know, 20 people or whatever. But our normal audience would be around kind of 300 to 500 area. So, I mean, we do miss it. We do miss that kind of response that you get from people and the connection that you make with people. And I suppose the expression of the music, which is what we're all about, you know, is trying to make the most beautiful music that we can and to try to move people and connect with them. So, um, yeah, there's just there is no um, there's no substitute for that. We're yeah. just going to have until we can get back out on the road again. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed that's going to happen soon. Now, you did work with some very talented school children who wrote and performed four original pieces, which I've, I've I listened to on your Facebook. Oh, my God, they were incredible. I know, I know. And that was one of the nicest things we we got to do. Now, unfortunately, it was right in the middle of the lockdown. So we started by traveling to different schools on the Cooley Peninsula where we live. And we worked with these children, some of whom were musicians and some of whom weren't. Um, And we kind of showed them our traditional music and music that would have been from our area. And we got them to write little bits of poetry and set it to music. And we got them to compose little bits of tunes. And I would play a little piece on the fiddle and I would say, now, do you think you should go higher or lower do you think it should go to this note or that note and they would pick oh that note okay great and should it be a long note or a short note or should it be fast you know and so on and so on so we just kind of pulled all this music out of them and but day one it was a big learning curve for them but day two they were just totally firing ideas at us you know and really enjoying the whole process and in the end I think each school wrote about 10 pieces and we kind of pulled that back down to four altogether but I mean it was just an incredible project and it just shows me that children have this music in them and if you can only you know give them a way of getting it out there and and allowing them to enjoy it you know and understand a little bit of it that they really thrive they really do and you you know were very much a child that had music in them from such an early age I mean playing from the age of three Zoe this is astounding to me (laughs) well I wasn't really like very well I suppose it was serious in a way but it wasn't really very regimented when I was a baby you know Mm. but it, it was just that I had older siblings when I was born and they were playing so I was surrounded by music the whole time so it was really natural just to pick up a whistle and try and play something or or sit at the piano um but I suppose I didn't really take it seriously until I was really a young teenager and then I I really loved it and I wanted to be professional and I just put all my energy into music. Um, but it was a lot of fun as well. And, and, and it was a lovely thing to do with the siblings, you know, to be able to play together. And, and and again, very social thing, because as you know, in Irish music, like you're always going to sessions or festivals yep. or yep. flas or whatever. And there's so many people to meet. It's such a lovely community. Um, so I had great great crack growing up in that environment it was brilliant and I'd love that for my kids as well so hopefully they might get a chance to do all of that in in their childhood. And how have they they sort of exhibited any sort of musical talent or want to play? 
Yeah, well, we, we've encouraged them to play and we're, we're trying to get them to practice, you know, a, f- a fair amount. So to do something every day is what we try to do, except for Sundays, we have a day off. But, um, you know, I think any child in this environment where they get a little bit of music every day, you know, they're just going to be musicians and our children are. They're amazing musicians. They're so good at it and they love it. They love singing. They love coming up with little ideas on the piano and stuff. They don't love the practice so much, <laughs> but um, they do love the crack like any chance they get to busk they'll be mad to busk this is what's been going on this summer like can we go to Carlingford and do some busking please mommy <laughs> so um they're just mad for all of that you know so I mean I think you know it's just it's it's a good thing for a child to have yeah. and it was the gift that we could give them you know we can't give them everything but that was one thing we knew gosh you know it'd be a shame not to be able to share our knowledge of, of what we're good at with our kids especially when it's so beneficial for them you know so we did make that decision and we did try and you know make sure they had instruments and make sure they had lessons and music and everything else so it takes a little bit of work but it's certainly worth it. Oh it is it really is in the in the end so we are so looking forward to you and John taking over the Facebook page, LMFM's Facebook page tomorrow night for Saturday <laughs> sets. What can we expect? Oh, I know. It's so exciting. So, I mean, this is the closest that we're getting to a real concert at this stage, you know, um, doing these kind of Facebook live concerts. And it's so nice to be able to do this for LMFM because it's really local for us, you know. And that's the things that's been keeping us going are these little local projects. Like we've got a couple with the Spirit Store in Dundalk and LMFM and the Heritage Centre in Carlingford. And it's all these little venues and little organisations that are really helping us to have a bit of art at the minute, you know. So we'll probably just set up in our sitting room or our kitchen here and we'll set up the laptop and we'll just do a concert we'll read the the comments as they come in so please uh, join and send in your comments or your requests or wherever you're joining us from let us know and uh, we'll just have a bit of crack we will have a big bit of crack Zoe as always such a pleasure to speak to you thank you so much for joining me on the show today my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Sinead. Thanks a million. Zoe Conway, John McIntyre, they are going to be taking over the Facebook page tomorrow night. Let's give you a little sample of what you can hear. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.